Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Campfire Adventures Podcasts. I'd like to thank everybody out there in podcast land for listening to me. And I'd like to thank the audience that I have with me actually here today for listening. So we got the fire set. We're all set on our chairs and have a drink. I think we're ready to tell you the story that I have, and I hope you're going to enjoy it. So I've often wondered, like, when thinking about what happens to us after we die, like, do we just kind of float off into some mythical land in space? Are we reborn into, like, a bird or a rabbit or something? Or do we just cease to exist, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess I never really took the idea of resurrection as something feasible or something that can actually come true. And so um, I guess, you know, with speaking with this story it actually could happen. Like, what happens if, by the divine will of somebody else, we're brought back? We get a second chance, you know? We only saw that in the movies, or maybe even in a video game, you get that extra life. But the story I have for you today is gonna talk about the idea of resurrection, and we're gonna use the character of Felinian to actually bring that to life. She was a young, beautiful woman from Greece. She had recently gotten married, She actually married the general of the army. And tragically, she uh, met her untimely death really recently into into the marriage, just a couple months after they had been married. And as things happen with life, you know, they kind of keep going. And her family decides that they're gonna bury her in their family mausoleum. And they kind of just kept going on. Life kind of continued, went along. And then one day, were introduced to a gentleman named Machetes. No, just to say it real quick, I'm not from Greece. (laughs) And I wish that I could say the names precisely, but unfortunately, I'm just doing the best I can. So, um, Machetes, he was a young, uh, rich, wealthy man who came into town. town. He didn't know anything about the family that he was going to stay with. He didn't know anything about the young lady who had just passed away. And... So he was actually being hosted by Felinian's parents at their house in their guest room, which turned out to be her old room. So he's staying there, just living his life, getting all settled in. And as the day turns into night, he's introduced to a young, beautiful woman. He sees her, she embraces him, and she just tells him that she wants to spend the evening with him, to be in his company, to spend time with him. I mean, excited. He doesn't even second guess not inviting her into his room. So they spend time together. And in the morning, she's gone. He doesn't even think about it. No second thought. Just, I guess, you know, really happy that he was at the right place at the right time. Um, well, like clockwork, she arrived at his room the same time that the next night, second night. Happy to see her. He, of course, let her in. 
she entered the room and they sat and they had a dinner together, enjoyed drinks and some food. And it wasn't until the night kind of progressed when the family's maid was making her way around the, the guest house, you know, just making the rounds, making sure everything was okay, that the guests were taken care of. And she noticed that there was a woman in the room now, not to be nosy, but she definitely kept looking around the room and she was like, who, who is in this room? You know, Machetes has a friend. And remember that this is 350 BCE. So the only light around was candlelight or moonlight. So she's looking in the room and she's trying to figure out, you know, like, who is this person? How did she get in, you know, into the house? How did she get into the guest house? And she realizes that this woman resembles Felinian. Like, she's like, Okay, wait, hold on. She takes a double look. She looks again. Because remember, she's buried. Like, how is this possible? So she looks again and realizes that it's the young lady that was just buried. So, oh my gosh. so she rushes to the parents' room and she's like, you know, wake up, wake up, wake up. You know, or late in the evening. She wakes them up and they're like, oh, what, you know, what's going on? Tell us what's happening. She composes herself. And she tells them, I've just seen your daughter. I saw your daughter. Like, she's in the guest room, her old room. She's in there with Machetes. They're, like, together. And, <laughs> and, oh and they don't even know what to do. They're, first of all, you're waking me up early in the morning. And they're like, no, you're crazy. You got to get your head on right. What's go- what is the story that you're telling me? Like, you, maybe you need to take a night off. And she's like, no. We need to go there. You need to go see because I know that what I saw was Validian. And so it takes a few hours. I, I mean, mind you, it would take anybody sometimes to actually understand what's happening. It takes a few hours, but they decide that they're going to go to the room and just double check for themselves to see if for some strange reason their daughter is really alive. Like this is would be impressive you know, I mean, maybe not so impressive in ancient Greek philosophy, but it's pretty impressive to them. So um, they go to the room and they peer through the door. It takes some time, but the parents get their uh, will and their courage and they look through the door and they see a silhouette of a young, beautiful woman that kind of has the same features as their daughter, that kind of resembles her. But again, it's only candlelight outside and maybe some moonlight, depending on what time it is. But they can't really tell for sure. But they have a feeling that maybe this could, in fact, be their daughter. So they decide that, you know what? It's late. We don't want to barge in. Let's go back to the room. Let's get some sleep. And we'll come back and check in the morning. Early, early, early in the morning. Well, like, I'm going to wake up super early and get there before they wake up. So the night fades and the sun starts to rise and the parents decide to go to the room they look in right away but she's gone and they're like what do we do now well there's still one person in there who's seen this young maiden so they bust in the room and they're like machetes you're the man of the hour what's going on who's this beautiful woman he's they're waking him up he's confused he's i don't understand like you're asking me about this woman that i spent you know a couple nights with i don't know who she is what What's happening? And they're like, the woman that you spent the night with, who is she? What's her name? Like, how do you know her? And he tells them, the first night I got here, she just arrived out of nowhere. And they're, they don't, you know, they take that and they're, okay, 
well, what's her name? How do you know her? And he, he's still waking up, so he doesn't even know how to describe what's happened to him. You know, he's the happiest man in the world right now, and but now he's being questioned by 50 million people. So he takes a breath. He realizes that the woman that he's been seeing has left gifts for him or left her own belongings behind each night that she left. The first night, she left a gold ring. The second night, she left a breastplate. And now we're on the third day, a breastplate. So basically, you know, back then they had a breastplate that helped support a woman's bosom. So left that behind. And they're like, oh my gosh, these are items that belong to our daughter. These are the items that we buried our daughter with. Like, and he's like, well, her name is Felinian. But remember, he doesn't even know who she is. He didn't know that that was a daughter. And right then and there, emotion takes over and they're crying on the floor. They're like, no way. Now, remind you that this is ancient Greece. So there are many different reasons, you know, that things could happen. And one of the biggest factors with this whole story is that gods play a huge role in how spirits and lives begin and end. So it's not uncommon to hear stories of somebody being resurrected. But I mean, when it happens to you, how do you even handle that? So they're trying to figure out what to do. The woman just disappeared and they don't know exactly what's, when she'll come back. But Machete says she's returned to him two nights at the same time. And so he believes that she's going to come back like clockwork tonight on the third day. So he tells them to help you out and to help me out because he's in disbelief. Like the person that he's been, you know, having relations with and spending time with the last two nights isn't alive. And so he's like, I'll let you know so you guys can come in and we can figure this out together. So the third night comes. The day turns to night. He gets a sense that she's out there and she's, of course, out there. She wants to come in and he says, come on in. No big deal. Now, he's sitting there looking at her like, no way. You know, you're real. How could you not be alive? And she is alive. She's real. You know, but how could she also be their daughter? So he gets one of his people because he's rich. So he has people. He gets one of his people to go and get the parents. The parents just been waiting all day for the call, you know, for the message to come through. I'm sure the nurse or the or the maid was sitting there thinking, mm-hmm, I done told y'all, y'all didn't listen. <laughs> and so the parents rush over and they just burst into the room. They're like, Machetes and Felinian were sitting there having their drinks and eating, you know, just sitting down together. And she, they burst into the room and they're like, in disbelief as they see their daughter that's Felinian. she's sitting there in flesh and blood with him and they don't understand how that happened but they're just so happy to see their daughter but when their daughter turns to look at them she's enraged she's angered she's like how could you guys be so rude who told you to barge in on here in here on me with company i'm with company in my room you know to her that's how it happened and they're like well how are you alive how did this happen you know what are you doing here and there she's just like how dare you you should be ashamed and so she decides to tell them the truth she's like it is by god's divine will the will of the gods that i'm here today but because you barged in on me because you meddled with my affairs 
you are going to get the most horrible, painful thing to happen to you to happen right now. And just like that, she dies in front of him, laying on the bed. And they're stuck there with this, you know, emotions of being elated that their daughter's alive, but now being heartbroken that she's gone all over again. She was so upset that the parents were so rude and barged in on her that she decided to cause them the ultimate pain for being so rude. She took her life again, and she said, I, "She said I will go back to where I belong." And so she passed away. And it's just disbelief. Everyone sits there and they don't know how to handle. Now, mind you, when people see something crazy like this happen, it doesn't take long for word to spread around town. So it's all within the next day that the town is at the door asking the parents what's what's going on. And so, you know, this has all happened within three days. So we're on the fourth day now and they decide, you know what we should do? We should go check the tomb. We should go see, you know, like her body should still be there. You know, this is a chick. This is someone who looks just like her. They're probably stole, opened her grave and stole all her stuff and just had her stuff. You know, that, that has to be of what happened. And so they go to the grave open. They see all the bodies of their previous family members, but they don't see hers. And on her little pedestal that she lays on her body, they see a ring from Machetes that he had given her the first night that they spent together. And so that's when they know that the person that they saw in that room, the person that visited Machetes those three nights was in fact their daughter who has been resurrected from the dead. And I'm, the only thing that they have to do from there is to find somebody who knows like the powers beyond, like what exactly should take place. So they take um, advice from a seer someone who's like really well versed in handling the affairs that deal with gods and with with other things beyond regular human control and he says that instead of just burying the body it would only make sense that they burn the body to really put it to rest like i said spirits can go into a couple different you know avenues after they've left the physical form and so what they decide to do is to take the body outside of city limits and burned it and during the process of actually burning it they want to appease the gods so that way the spirit moves on forward and they decide that they're going to take some sacrifices you know to, to appease them and so once they get the body out to the city limits and perform the sacrifices they feel like her spirit will actually be at peace but what happens is and the reason why i actually picked this story was because of this story is one of the first known stories of a vampire actually being told in what's quote a truthful story and so i figured it, if it's perfect enough to be one of the first stories ever told it's perfect enough to be the first story i tell here in my podcast so what happened was is in ancient greece they believed that spirits actually need to feed off of the blood of regular humans to sustain their life so they believe that each night that she spent with machete Felinian was actually taking blood to sustain her own life. So it's one of the first stories of vampires because she needed the blood to sustain her own life. But in the process, it created a bond between the two of them where they needed each other. And what happened after she left was that Machete couldn't, he went mad. He couldn't live without her. He needed her just as much as she needed him. 
and so unfortunately he committed he committed the ultimate ultimate act and committed suicide and so that is the story of Felinian and Machete it's kind of like a love story a little bit of a creepy story some history thrown in there but I really enjoyed telling it to you all and I hope you enjoyed hearing it remember our podcast is filmed outside so you get a lot of the sound effects from just the daily life out here out in Oceanside but I appreciate you listening I had fun telling you the story don't forget to check us out on our website and all of our social media for any upcoming stories that we have we are weekly podcasts and you can enjoy us at any of the platforms that display podcasts so apple music spotify amazon podcast anywhere you like i appreciate you and i hope you have a good night thank you for listening